This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. We're glad you decided to hop aboard this latest edition of Jumping the Gun. It is powered by Patterson Square Garden with Daniel Shabazian. I'm Derek Gunn. We have reached week 18, the final regular season week of the 2021 NFL season. Most of the playoff positions are already slotted, but there are still a few teams that are trying to get in the back door, and there are still a few teams trying to jockey for a position. And it's going to be interesting because the number of teams that are in are not going to play a lot of players. So it's going to be even more difficult to pick this week. But Daniel, <clears throat> as we always do, let's go back to last week. You got that smile on your face. People can't see it, but I can, which tells me that you think you won again last week. Oh, well, we actually had our best week uh, for either of us last week. Um, I went 14-2 and two and got the win. Uh, you went 13-3 and three and just just lost. It's funny how every week I'm only like one game behind you here, one behind you there. But who's to sit here and pout about it? You have the books. <laughs> I don't. I kept saying all season I'm going to check the numbers, and I have not. I've been so occupied with a lot of things. So I'm going to take you for your word. You have a semi-honest face. So I'm going to take you for your word. All right. Well, we're going to start off. Well, you said uh, we have a lot of players that aren't going to be playing this week due to uh, locked up playoff positions. And we've been we've been good so far with COVID uh, players being out due to COVID. Uh, So we can see if we can keep that up this week, (laughs) calling these games, not even knowing really who's going to be playing for most of these teams. Um, So we have the Chiefs at the Broncos on Saturday. The Chiefs are getting ten and a half points in Denver. Well, another disappointing for the Broncos. Uh, This was a team a lot of people thought could make some noise. And uh, here they sit with one game left in the regular season. They're two games below sea level. Uh, The Chiefs right now, uh, as hot as they were, they were cooled off recently. They are tied with Tennessee for their top seeding in the AFC. They need some help. But uh, Chiefs, who are champs of the AFC West, could still get the number one seed if Somehow, someway, Tennessee loses its final game. I don't think that's going to happen. I think that 10.5 points is a little steep. This is a division game. Even though the Broncos have bottomed out, they would like nothing better than to go out on a winning note. I know they're going to play hard. Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs, but I think the Broncos will cover the point spread. I agree. I think 10.5 points is a little steep, especially, like you said, the Titans are probably going to win that game um, against Houston uh, to lock up that one seed. So I, I'm taking the Chiefs here, um, but I'm not taking them with the points. Ten and a half points is a little steep. 
Next, we have the Bengals at the Browns. The Browns are getting six points in Cleveland. Well, uh, the Browns, what a rough season they have. They finally shut Baker Mayfield down. They probably should have shut him down weeks ago. He's going to have a shoulder surgery, I believe it is, on uh, January 19th. Uh, last game he came out and said he's a walking mess. Uh, and I tell you, you can tell, no, very little velocity in his passes. Uh, the Bengals, uh, they've wrapped up the uh, AFC North. Uh, great season for the Bengals at 10-6. and six. Um, I, I just believe the Bengals... Um, we don't know how many starters they're going to play, but I do believe the Bengals, because they're in that tie with Buffalo and New England, um, and that AFC East is still up in the air. The Bengals are still thinking they could probably, probably uh, right now they're the number three seed. They want to hold on to that number three seeding. So I, I'm going to go with the Bengals here in this game. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that the Browns. I mean, I understand that the Bengals might not be playing all of their starters, but. The Browns getting six points at home. I I, I found that to be a little surprising. I, just like you, I'm also going to take the Bengals here on the road. Um, like you said, Baker Mayfield is not going to be playing this game. I just don't think the Browns have a lot to play for. And I think the Bengals uh, want to keep that momentum rolling into the playoffs. Next, we have the Packers at the Lions. The Packers are, are uh, getting three and a half points in Detroit. Yeah, uh, Matt LaFleur, LaFleur has been playing uh, possum. We don't know how long his starters might play, if they're going to play. They already have the number one seed in the NFC locked up. Do they really want to risk frontline players getting hurt? Uh, they're getting some players back from the injury reserve. Uh, Jair Alexander has been activated. Uh, he's not going to play in this game. You know, they, man, if they can get Bakhtiari back and uh, Zadarius uh, Smith back going into the playoffs, man, what power that would be on both sides of the football to stabilize both sides of the football. Uh, I can't imagine Aaron Rodgers is going to play much. I know he's uh, he's heavy in talks for the uh, MVP uh, of the league again this year. How much does Aaron want to play? How much will Matt LaFleur LaFleur put him at risk considering Green Bay uh, is the only team in the NFC that gets a bye uh, in that first round? I know Matt wants to get him some work because they're going to be idle for a couple of weeks. The Lions, Jared Goff may not play in this game. I don't think he's playing in this game. Uh, Six, what is it? Six, six and a half points. You said it was three and a half. Three and a half. Oh, three and a half points. I'm going to take the Packers with the three and a half. I think they're going to win this game by accident. Yeah, I think this is one of those games kind of uh, similar to uh, when, remember when Matt Flynn threw for five touchdowns against the Lions and everybody thought Matt Flynn was going to eventually take over for Aaron Rodgers. I think this is going to be one of those kinds of games from Jordan Love um, where the Packers aren't really, really trying, but they kind of just backpedal into a win here against the Lions to end the season. Uh, Keep that momentum going, going into the playoffs and getting that bye week. Uh, I'm taking the Packers here with the points. Next, we have the Bears at the Vikings. The Vikings are getting five and a half points in Minnesota. This is the battle of two coaches on the hot seat, Matt Nagy and Mike Zimmer. Both of them, uh, jobs are in question, uh, even as we speak. Uh, boy, I tell you about two teams that are disappointing. Uh, you understand it with Chicago, considering they, they win the bulk of this season with a rookie quarterback. It's been a quarterback carousel from Andy Dalton to a brief appearance by you know Nick Foles and then back to Justin Fields. Uh, the Bears are a hot mess right now. I'd be surprised if um, um, if they don't look for a new head coach. Mike Zimmer, um, who's considered a very good coach, but a lot of people are frustrated in Minnesota. But because this game's at home for the Vikings and the Bears, they, they can't buy a win to save their lives. I'm going to take the Vikings at home in this game. 
I'm also taking the Vikings. And you said there's a lot of question marks surrounding these coaches. Uh, I'm not sure, so sure if there are many question marks, uh, if you know what I mean, uh, whether whether these two will be coaching these teams next year. Another disappointing t- uh, year for both the Bears and the Vikings, and I think both of them will be looking for a new head coach um, pretty soon. Uh, but I am also going to take the Vikings here, surely off the strength of their offense. I mean... I'll, I'll take Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins, and Dalvin Cook um, over anything the Bears have to offer. Uh, unless we get another one of those defensive performances from the Bears that we saw last week against the Giants. But I don't see that happening back-to-back weeks. I'm taking the Vikings here with the points. Next, we have the uh, Washington football team at uh, the New York Giants. The uh, Washington is getting seven points in New York. That sounds about right. Both teams are going nowhere fast. They're already making their team times. Washington is a disappointing team. They went cold. They got hot. They went cold again. They were decimated by COVID. They've had abundance of injuries as well. Uh, but the Giants, Giants are just uh, Giants are a mess, hot mess right now. Um, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with this organization. People questioning whether or not Daniel Jones is a quarterback in the future, although he's been given. Um, he's been given the uh, green light to come back in 2022. We don't know what's going to happen with the front office with Dave Gettleman, the GM. Everybody, a lot, not everybody, a lot of people want him out and have them move in a different direction. The strategy in terms of how they put together a team in the Big Apple. Uh, Ron Rivera's guys will play hard. You know, it's been a frustrating season for them. They will play hard. The Giants, they won't play hard enough. I like Washington and the points here. <laughs> well, the Giants, even if they do play hard enough, I mean, when you have the quarterback situation that they've had, who knows if that's even enough. Uh, I'm taking Washington here pretty much because I just don't trust the Giants to beat anybody. They got embarrassed last week against the Bears. Uh, so I'm taking Washington here, not with the points because this Washington offense – uh, hasn't looked very good the past few weeks, but I, I am going to take them here on the road. Next, we have a huge game, although it's uh, it's it's uh, it's of huge importance, but it doesn't look like it could be a great game. We have the Colts at the Jags. The Colts are 15-point favorites in Jacksonville, but this is a huge game for playoff implications. This is one game a lot of people are going to be watching. Uh, who do you have here? Yeah, what do you mean? It, 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 this looks like it could be an interesting game. This is like David versus Goliath yeah. uh, in a lot of ways. I mean, the Colts have to win to get in. Considering the, there's three teams bird-dogging them right now, they have to win. If they lose this game and a couple of other things happen, the Colts are out. You know, And here's a team that was smoking red hot for a while, and then they cooled off again a little bit. Um, I, I, the Jaguars, uh, they, they, got a lot, they got a lot to do. Uh, here's another team that's they're, they're looking for a head coach. Uh, people want their GM out of there as well. Another team, people are screaming to get rid of the GM, uh, Trent Belke, and see if they can get another GM in there. Uh, a new head coach, depending on who it may be, may not want to work with Belke, so the owner's going to have a tough decision to make. Uh, the Colts know what, what time it is. They've sent out the SOS. Uh, I, I Colts, 15 points. Woo, that's a steep margin. I think the Colts will win it. I don't know if they're going to win it by more than two touchdowns. I'm going to take the Colts, but the Jaguars, they're going to go out and play with pride. This is it. Trevor Lawrence hates losing. He's going to get these guys to play hard, but they're not good enough to take the Colts in a desperate situation. Well, this is the fan in me speaking. I'm going to take the Jaguars here. I think I think the Colts... Did you, did cho- you hit your head up. or something? Do you have a concussion? I think the Colts choke up this week. What? And I think I think the Jaguars get it done in Jacksonville. This is a divisional game, so you know how those games can always be weird. 
And hey, this is this is the 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 Jaguars' last game of the season. The coach is, is this is his audition to potentially keep his job next year. You have Trevor Lawrence. I mean, that's that's not for nothing. I'm taking the Jaguars here. I think the Colts turn in a bad performance, and I, I think the, the Jaguars find find a way to get it done and find and find a way to make this Sunday kind of enjoyable. I mean, a lot of like you said, a lot of these these positions are already locked up. If the Jags pull this off, this makes this Sunday a lot more fun uh, with who else can make it to the playoffs. Next, speaking of two teams that could make it to the playoffs, we have the Steelers at the Ravens. The Ravens are getting three and a half points in Baltimore. Well, both teams are on life support. Um, they, they both have to win, and they need help to get in the back door to playoffs. Um, you know, what an incredible job by Mike Tomlin. Not so much record-wise at 8-7-1, but the fact that he made sure, his team made sure, that he still has never had a losing season in Pittsburgh in in. in what, 15 years, 16 years. He becomes the first coach ever in 15 seasons to never have a losing record as an NFL head coach. That is phenomenal in itself when you consider all the parity in the NFL today and how many teams, you know, they get hot, except the New England Patriots before Tom Brady left. Um, you know, teams get hot for for a few seasons, then they bottom out and start all over again. But Mike Tomlin's team has been, it, it, when you can say my very worst record as a head coach has been 8-8, eight and eight, you know, that's that's a lot when you consider what, what transpires year in and year out. Uh, the Ravens, Ravens, we don't know if Lamar Jackson is going to be able to play this game. They're being real quiet about that. Um, but, I, I, you know, th- this has been a battered year. I mean, when you think about the Ravens have lost three running backs, uh, a lot of their secondary, they've been beat up, decimated. This is that old backyard knockdown, drag out AFC North type battle. Roll up your sleeves, bring the brass knuckles. We're going toe to toe. But with that dude T.J. Watt on the other side, and he's shooting for that uh, all-time, shooting for Michael Strahan's all-time sack record, I, I'm gonna go on a limb and take the Steelers on the road in this game. All right, uh, I'm gonna take the Ravens here, uh, strictly because this is at home for the Ravens, because and also because I think the Ravens do end up making the playoffs after after Sunday. Um, with obviously, I picked the Jaguars beating the Colts. I, I just, personally, I would love to see Lamar Jackson in, in the playoffs. Um, this, the Steelers team, they already had their huge emotional win on Monday night, beating the Browns in potentially Ben Roethlisberger's last home game as a Steeler. So I think this week could be a little bit of a letdown, uh, being that the game is in Baltimore. If this game was in Pittsburgh, it, it would be different, but it is in Baltimore, so I'm taking the Ravens here. Next, we have the Titans at the Texans. The Titans are getting 10.5 points in Houston. Plain and simple, the Titans win. Uh, they have the number one seed in the AFC. Nobody ever thought that would have happened. Everybody thought with the Chiefs being on a hot roll the way they were, winning eight games in a row, they were. They, people thought they were going to automatically be the number one seed. And lo and behold, here stands Tennessee with even without Derrick Henry. Somehow, some way, they found a way to win 11 games this season. Um, the Texans, they're going to put up a good fight. Again, another divisional battle down in the AFC South. But, you know, the Texans are done. You know, I feel bad for David Culley. I've known David Culley for a long time. But I'm going to take the Titans and the points here. And with that win, the Titans wrap up the number one seed in the AFC. I agree. I'm taking the Titans here with the points. And honestly, there's no team in, in the AFC that benefits more from having that that bye week in the wild card round than Tennessee. I mean, if, if you have Derrick Henry, who potentially could see some snaps this week, um, potentially, if you get him 
warmed up into, into game situations and then you have a bye week to get him some rest and then you have pretty much a, a close to fully healthy Derrick Henry going into the playoffs that's scary and you get that uh, combined with Julio Jones uh, getting healthy AJ Brown uh, getting into the, the rhythm of the offense that's a scary team you have to go into Tennessee uh, th- that's too enticing for the Titans here and I think they get it done this week and lock up that number one seat Next, we have the Saints at the Falcons. The Saints are getting three and a half points in Atlanta. Wow. Saints at the Falcons, three and a half points. Saints at the Falcons. Saints still have an outside shot shot at getting to the playoffs. <clears throat> they need some help. You know, the Falcons, you know, one of many teams this season uh, that, you know, just basically were a disappointment. You know, we know they're in a rebuilding mode, new direction with Arthur Smith as their head coach. Uh, Saints, obviously, not the same team without Drew Brees. Then they lose Jameis Winston, and it's been a mess ever since. Uh, injuries have hurt that team as well. They haven't had Michael Thomas all year long that hurt them offensively. Alvin Kamara is a huge factor anytime he steps on the field. He can't carry the load by himself, but because the Saints and Sean Payton gets his guys to play, win, lose, or draw, Sean Payton gets his guys to play. And the fact that New Orleans, which is was as decimated as they were a few weeks ago, still found a way to shut out Tom Brady and that offense in Tampa. Uh, I'm going to take the Saints with the points in this game on the road. Yeah, I'm taking the Saints here with the points also, and I and I think it's because of that Saints defense. Like you said, shutting out Tom Brady on the road is one of the most impressive things you could do as a defense. Uh, and this Saints team did it without much of an of an offense. I mean, they didn't even score a t- an offensive touchdown and got the win in in Tampa Bay against all all odds so I'm taking them here against the Falcons uh, like you said the Saints still have an outside shot of making the playoffs uh, so I, th- I think the Saints definitely have more to play for here than the Falcons next we have the Jets at the Bills the Bills are getting 16 points in Buffalo <laughs> 16 points wow that's a big spread uh, Buffalo you know here's the team they need to win this game they need to have that divisional title um, and they know they're, they're neck and neck with New England right now, and they do not want to give up that divisional title that they have right now, because uh, Buffalo's the number four seed. Is you know if they lose this game and New England wins this game, they flip flop. You know Buffalo becomes a five instead of a four, and you know Buffalo would have to go on the road instead of being at home that first game. So you know the Jets, uh, Joe Douglas, man, you know he's got a mess there in, in New York with the Jets. You know, is Zach Wilson the quarterback of the future moving forward? What do you do? How do you rebuild that team? You know, Joe Joe Douglas has a, a big task in front of him. But Buffalo, what, 16, 16 points? 16, 16 points. points? Wow. I think Buffalo's going to do enough damage to secure the win. Um, I think they're going to build up a big lead early and then call off the dogs and somehow, someway let the Jets back in the game just to make it respectable. I don't think the Bills will beat them by 16, but I do think they'll beat them up pretty good. Uh, I'm going to take the Bills with the points. I think that they are going to steamroll over the Jets, especially with this game being in Buffalo. You never know what the weather is going to be, so I don't see uh, many points being scored by the Jets in this one. Um, What's been interesting with the Bills is uh, we've seen kind of um, a revitalization of their running game recently. Uh, Devin Singletary has been scoring a lot of touchdowns as of late, and... I feel like the, the Bills are preparing themselves potentially for another game, kind of like that one we saw against New England, where if they had to run the ball uh, 50 times in a game, they can do it uh, so that they're not caught off guard by a game like that again, especially with that happening in their own backyard. 
Uh, so I, I think the Bills are one trying to get that home field advantage and also preparing themselves for any potential weird weather things that could be happening in Baltimore, uh, in Buffalo. Next, we have the Niners at the Rams. The Rams are getting four and a half points in L.A. Oh, man, I cannot wait to see this game. I Hopefully it's on in this region. That's going to be a good battle. 49ers know their situation. Right now, they're the number six seed, and they don't want to lose that. Um, they're going to play the Rams tough, and the Rams right now are the two seed. They don't want to drop down to the three seed. What a shootout this is going to be. Kyle Shanahan is still being pretty coy about who the quarterback is going to be in this game. You know, um, whew, tough game to pick, but because of their firepower, the 49ers are going to swing it out, but because of their firepower, I'm going to take the Rams at home in this game. So the the Rams haven't locked up their division, have they? So they, if they lose this game, they could still potentially lose their division Absolutely. to the, the Cardinals. Absolutely. So, yeah, the, so the, the Rams here have a lot at stake. Um, I'm taking the Rams here. This is going to be a, this is a tough game, but the Niners, I mean, they, they could potentially slip out of the playoffs here if they, if they lose, but I think the Rams at the end of the day are the better team. Uh, and that's what it's going to come down to, especially with the game being in Los Angeles. Next, we have the Patriots at the Dolphins. The Patriots are getting six and a half points in Miami. Well, the, the Dolphins, uh, man, you know, I thought I was looking forward to seeing this team in the playoffs, especially the way their defense is playing. Um, you know, there's a team that, you know, they're playing for a lot of pride right now. Bill Belichick's going to have his guys ready to play because he's, I'm sure he's emphasized, look, we can still get to the division, but we have to take care of our own. And Mac Jones still needs to work as he gets ready for a playoff run. So I'm going to take the Patriots in this game with the points. Yeah, I'm also taking the Patriots, mainly because I just don't see a lot of... Uh, I don't think the Dolphins are going to be uh, giving the same effort that they have the last few weeks now that they're eliminated from the playoffs. Um, so I'm taking the Patriots here with the points. Um, not really much else to it other than that. Next, we have the Seahawks at the Cardinals. The Cardinals are getting six points at home in Arizona. Is this Russell Wilson's last game as a Seahawk? That's the big storyline there. And I'm sure he would like to go out winner. Is it, you know, Pete Carroll's last game as a head coach of Seattle? Another big storyline there. Arizona's at, at home. They know what's at stake. They've got to win this game. They're the five seed right now. Uh, potentially, they got to hope and pray to get some help from the 49ers who are playing the Rams. There's no way Arizona's losing this game at home, even though it might be a swan song for Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. I don't know. I feel like the Cardinals, they, I mean, obviously they had a huge win last week against Dallas. But the Seahawks put up 51 points. The offense finally woke up last week against, albeit, I mean, it was against Detroit. But Seattle... Like you said, this could be the last game for Russell Wilson in, in Seattle. It could be Pete Carroll's last game. I'm taking the Seahawks here. I think the Seahawks are going to find a way to get it done. What? What? In, in Arizona. And I think Arizona ends up just going into the playoffs as a wild card team. Uh, next, we have the Panthers at the Bucks. The Bucks are getting eight points in Tampa. Tampa Bay right now, the three seed. Uh, depending what happens with that Ram game, Rams game, they could be in the two seed. 
You know, Tom Brady, Tom Brady and Bruce Arians, I guarantee you they're focused. They're decimated right now with the injuries. You know, the, the back end of their defense is banged up. You know, no Chris Godwin for the rest of the season. You know, Mike Evans still dealing with a hamstring injury. Leonard Fournette's been injured as well. So they've been hurting. Uh, this is a big game for the Buccaneers. Uh, Carolina, another one of those teams that falls into the category of disappointing, you know. And the big question is, what what happens with uh, Christian McCaffrey after this season? Is the rumor out there true that Carolina's interested in possibly trading him somewhere? Uh, no question about this, and I'm taking the Bucks and the points at home in this game. Yeah, the Panthers are a mess. I'm also taking the Bucks with the points. I mean, you go from having Sam Darnold be the guy to start the year and then he everything falls apart around him. Uh, you fire your offensive coordinator, you bring in Cam Newton for one week, everything is exciting, and then Cam Newton starts looking like how Cam Newton has looked <laughs> the last three years. Um, and then you bring back Sam Darnold. It's just a mess. Um, like you said, Christian McCaffrey has been out most of the year. This is the, the second year in a row that he's been uh, injured uh, for most of the season. So they could be looking to move on from him. This is just a messy situation for Carolina. Um, but uh, So I'm taking the Bucks here at home. And uh, on Sunday night, we have the Chargers at the Raiders. The Chargers are getting three points in Las Vegas. What a game this is going to be. I cannot wait to put, a, put some logs on the fire in the fireplace, pull up a chair, and sit back and watch this shootout in Vegas. Back in week four, Chargers won a game out west in Los Angeles, 28-14. Uh, both of these teams. The, the bottom line is whoever wins is in. Mm-hmm. That's it. Whoever wins is in. That's the bottom line. You got Justin Herbert against Derek Carr. Both teams' offensive weapons, both teams' explosive offenses, but both teams also have suspect defenses. This game's in Vegas. The Raider Nation will be there in full war. Um, man, woo, this is a tough one. But I'm going to take the Chargers. I just think the Chargers might rise to the occasion and pull off the W on the road. But Derek Carr at home is a little bit different than Derek Carr on the road. This is going to be a good game to watch. Yeah, I can't wait to watch this game. Uh, I feel like we have to wait all day pretty much to see one of these winning in games. Because um, most of the games so far have been just kind of uh, seeing what the seating is going to be. But this is a real, like, it's a playoff game, in essence, on Sunday night. So I'm, uh, I'm taking the Chargers here, uh, just like you. I'm taking the Chargers on the road. This is a tough This is a tough one because, like you said, Derek Carr does play much better at home. This game could definitely go either way. Uh, three points is the spread. I think that's accurate. Uh, I think the Chargers just get it done, barely get it done, and they get into the playoffs. Finally, we have the Saturday night game. Cowboys in Philly against the Eagles. The Cowboys are getting four points here in Philly. What were the networks thinking when they decided to flex this game to a Saturday night? Now, now both of these both of these teams have a little something to play for. Uh, the Eagles could move up to the sixth seat with some help. Uh, Dallas could wiggle its way up maybe one more notch um, as well in the seating with some help along the way. But the bigger storyline is not so much who's going to win the game, but who's playing in the game. For Dallas, Trayvon Diggs is out. He's in COVID protocol. J. Ron Curse has a hamstring injury. Tony Pollard has a foot injury. Um, from what I'm hearing, none of the Eagles starters are going to play. Most of them 
uh, still in, the ones in COVID protocol. I don't think they're coming out by tomorrow. Although Jason Kelsey uh, did come out of COVID protocol today, he's going to play because he'll play a few limited snaps because he will continue his uh, string of consecutive games played. But they're going to get him out of there in a hurry as well. Uh, I don't know what the heck's going to happen in this game. You, this is like just put on blinders and flip a coin, and whatever comes up, it comes up. Uh, Eagles at home, you know they 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 know this is payback from back in week number three when Dallas embarrassed them on national TV. Um, I don't know how many or how long Dallas starters are going to play in this game. Uh, I, I don't know. If Dallas is Dallas just going to go through the motions and and just maybe just just let this one go. Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles. I don't know why. But Gardner Minshew, Gardner Minshew wants to put on a show in this game, you know, because he doesn't get to play. I, I, I think even if Gardner Minshew's out there, somehow some way the Eagles find a way to win this game. I agree. And actually, actually that's the same point I was going to make. I think uh, the Eagles' backup quarterback, in this case, uh, Gardner Minshew, has uh, much more to play for in terms of his future. I mean, he has aspirations to being a, a starting quarterback in the NFL. Uh, so I think he's going to, to really try to get this win uh, and kind of put on a show uh, for the other teams in the NFL to uh, potentially come get him uh, either this offseason or next offseason in the trade. Um, so I think that's going to be this, the separating factor between these two teams. So I'm also going to take the Eagles here at home. Yeah, um, both Dallas starting cornerbacks are out. I forgot Michael Parsons is on the COVID list, so he's not playing as well. You know, I was looking forward to seeing that kid run around the field the way he's playing. If if he is not the rookie of the year defensively and the defensive player of the year, somebody should not be allowed to vote on that because he has been a one-man wrecking crew. He has set the tone for that Dallas defense for much of this season. Um, but I just think the Eagles at home, playing for a lot of pride, playing in front of their home crowd, playing in front of a national audience, even with the back of quarterback at the helm, they find a way to get the W at home. Yeah, I agree, and I think... Um... Gardner Minshew is definitely happy that he's not going to be seeing uh, Micah Parsons <laughs> running him down. <laughs> All right, so that's going to wrap, wrap up the Week 18 edition of Jumping the Gun. It is powered by Patterson Square Garden. For Daniel, I'm Derek. Hey, join us next week as we look back in the final regular season and take a, a look ahead to our last show of the season, which is the first round, the wild card weekend of the 2021-22 NFL season. So until next time, so long, everybody.
This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.